Hey guys, welcome back to the Playmakers Podcast. Excited to have you guys along with us. This is your host, Alex. And it's Phil, too. Guys, ton of stuff we got to talk about this week. A um, lot, of, lot of breaking news, honestly, this week in sports. Um, we're going to start off with, well, just with Damar Hamlin. I'm sure a lot of you have heard about what's been going on with him. Um, but he unfortunately had a medical emergency on Monday Night Football in the first quarter um, where he essentially collapsed and went into cardiac arrest on the football field. Yeah, and it was kind of a <clears throat> one of the most crazy things that could have happened because what happened was it was a regular, you know, play. There was no like dirty hits or anything. It was just he was he took he tackled T. Higgins. T. Higgins hit into his chest. What happened was <clears throat> the so your heartbeat, the rhythm that it has. If it what happened was he got hit at. A very unfortunate time to where it actually was it's like a millionth of a second to where this can happen he got hit in the chest and the way it happened is he got hit just right at the right time with the rhythm of the heartbeat to where it actually can shut off the circulation yeah it'll like throw off your heartbeat <clears throat> yeah and essentially shut down you know it, it lowers your blood blood pressure all the way to zero mm-hmm. therefore cutting off circulation to your brain and so and it takes about six seconds for you to pass out once that happened. That's why he was—he got hit, he stood up, and then just passed just out. Fainted. He fainted, like straight up, just mm-hmm. fainted. Um, you know, all things considered, very blessed that he was able to get to the hospital on time. Very blessed that there's doctors and stuff that are at games at this point. Yeah, yeah, medical staff. That would have—he I mean, would have died. They had to revive him on the field, perform CPR on the field for about nine minutes. That's a. That's a long time. And like nine minutes just in general doesn't sound like a long time, but nine minutes giving someone CPR is a very long time. Just to give just just to give you um I, I was reading this and I was watching a YouTube video on this as well. Normally for every minute that you have to perform CPR on someone, the chances of them going in I think to getting to brain dead or whatever, or something like that along those lines goes up. I think it's ten percent. It's ten percent mortality rate. Yep. It's that's insane. That's that yeah. And here's the thing. This is not something that's very common. In fact... No, this is one of the most rare things that can happen. Like I said, the timing of him being hit is like a millionth of a second of the frame where you'd have to is, be hit. So there was one NFL player who actually died mm-hmm. during a game. Um, I think his name was Chuck Taylor. I think it was like in the 70s. Wasn't yeah, it? it was in the 70s. Um, but it was something very similar. Just took mm-hmm. a really, He took a <clears throat> normal routine play at the time. And he ended up, I mean, I don't think they ever confirmed what exactly caused his death, but it was something very similar. Right. And then I think it was last year or the year before. I don't know if you remember Christian Eriksen, um, soccer player for Denmark, mm-hmm. went into cardiovascular arrest as well on the field. Had to give him CPR as well, too, and had to get him to the hospital. Yeah. Now, luckily for him, he made it through and was actually able to play in the World Cup for Denmark. Yeah. So that was really good for him. So we're, we're, we're obviously pulling for DeMar Hamlin here. hope everything goes well and for him. And honestly, himself. with DeMar Hamlin... Obviously, you hope he's okay, but at this point, it's like, you know, maybe he shouldn't play anymore because, you know, the how much, like, who knows the extensive damage that he took, you know, and, and here's the brain thing, damage, his, internal damage, like. Here's the thing. They actually said that his heart stopped again at the hospital as well. Yeah, no, yeah, he's, they, he's they a, I think he's still in critical condition at this yeah, point. They have him sedated in critical condition. He's still in ICU. Um, as far as I know, when I, the last thing I read, he was still on a ventilator. Um, the ventilator was doing about 50% of his breathing. Um, yeah, it was 100%. It was 100%. And then it went down to 50, which is like almost not necessarily 
it's good in the sense of okay they feel like he's okay to try that yeah but it's also like okay let's try it and see what happens exactly um but good news is though they say he showed positive signs last night mm-hmm. looks like it's gonna be a long recovery yeah but it looks like it's at least trending in the positive direction yeah from what i see um <clears throat> but it's hard because like I said, his he didn't hit like a mark to where he got like a really good contract. I mean, for you know, for a regular person, he yeah. still makes like a million bucks a year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but as far as like athletes go, and especially on a team like the Bills, yeah, you know, that's really not a lot of money compared to what other players make. I mean, first of all, shout out to the NFL community in general. How about Coach Zach Taylor for the Bengals going to the um, hospital? And well, not only that, but the fact that. He walked over to Sean McDermott after they took him off the field in the ambulance, mm-hmm. and he basically told him, "Hey, we don't have to play this game." Like, no, and that's another that's that's another thing that's kind of crazy to me. It's kind of like almost like it's making the NFL look bad in a way because yeah, it wasn't the NFL that was shut it down. It was the players and the coaches and mm-hmm. the staff. They were like, "We're n- no, we're, we're not playing this team. game." Like, like obviously, if they wanted to still play, that would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> Like and the NFL wasn't gonna shut down a game if the players want to play, yeah. Yeah, obviously, because you know whatever. If you want a great perspective on this whole situation, I don't know if you watched Ryan Clark. Ryan yeah. ESPN, like, that's about as raw as emotion I've ever seen on ESPN. Because well, he I, was in a somewhat similar situation, yeah. so. So shout out to Ryan Clark. He had great, absolute great coverage on this whole situation, and also Dan Orlovsky. Shout out to that man too. He said yeah. a prayer on on live TV, which surprises me, especially for a team owned by Disney um, or a, a show owned by Disney. Yeah, yeah. So, I think there's certain circumstances where they'll they'll let things slide, but like it, that's pretty bad. <clears throat> but look, good news is though that he's trending in the positive. Mm-hmm. It's slow. Um, but it looks like it is trending in the right direction. Also, shout out to anyone who's donated to that man's charity as well, his toy drive. Mm-hmm. The goal was $2,500. Last I checked, they were over $6 million. Yeah, with over 200,000 different uh, donors. Donors, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's everyone coming together. It's not like a few like NFL teams donating like a couple million dollars. Or something. It's like literal regular people. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of people who donated that are a bit yeah. bigger, but like Tom Brady, I saw Drew Brees, I saw Andy Dalton in there. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of crazy, but um but no. It's all good. it's all going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's something we'll also keep our eye on and hopefully everything goes so, good for him cuz you know, our thoughts and prayers are with Demar and yeah. his family as well. Yeah. Hope that hope, hope he makes full recovery. Yeah, just full recovery. Who cares if he plays again? You just want to make sure he's okay, yeah. you know. Sometimes things are bigger mm-hmm. than sports, so, you know. I will say this though, Ryan Clark put this in perspective. I think he tweeted this the day after the incident. Said that the next snap of football we see will be one of the scariest I think things was, ever. I think that was RG three actually. Well, someone said yeah. that, but whoever said it was, they're not wrong. No, because it's gonna be like everyone's gonna be in like this. Uh, yeah, you know. they're still gonna be shocked. Yeah, and until yeah. he fully recovers, I don't know that anyone's gonna not be a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, so taking a look at you know that, like I said, everything's trending in the right way. So hopefully things just keep getting better. By next week, we'll have more to say that's good about it. Yeah, for so, sure. But yeah. Anyways, just moving on. We're gonna just kind of pivot, try and make it as normal as possible to make things as light as possible as well. Yeah. But we just can't not mention that. Yeah. We just can't not mention that. Um. 
So we're actually going to do another draft, but what we're going to do this week is TV shows. Um, yeah, so obviously we're going to go TV shows from all walks of life here. Um, I think you went first last week, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I have to start off with the GOAT here. Like, I, There's very few TV shows that vie for number one, and maybe this is a basic answer, but I don't care because this is one of those TV shows I know wouldn't last in today's day. Yeah, it's already, gotta be, it's I, gotta be the office. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, that is def. There's a reason why they haven't done any like remakes or anything like not that. Re- yeah, no like reunited things or anything like yeah. that. Like coming back, because it just wouldn't survive. Because people are just too soft and yep. people get offended way too easily. It's too, it's too rough. But well, then I guess my first pick is gonna be probably Breaking Bad. I know you've never seen it. I was going to say, I'm going to get hate for this for saying I've never seen Breaking Bad, which is true. It's good all around. It's, it's funny in certain times, but it is, it's got a good story to it. It's got good, like, like meanings behind certain things. The symbolism in the show, the drama, the freaking tenseness of certain situations that happens. It's because honestly, it kind of is a really good lesson on why pride is such an awful thing. Oh, okay. Fair enough. If you watch it, you'll realize that the show almost doesn't even need to exist if this man was just not a prideful person. That's fair. If you don't, like, so what the show's about is about this guy who gets cancer. Mm-hmm. The chemistry teacher, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, super overqualified. He just teaches high school. He's super overqualified, helped build this company that's like billions of dollars now, but he's not part of it because it's a that is explained in it, and it's kind of a crazy situation. Um, but his brother is in the DEA, and he is watching a video with his brother-in-law showing like how much money they um, comprehended or, you know, yeah. got from a huge drug bust they did and he's like you know so sees that there's a lot of money in this and since he's a chemistry teacher and he's extremely smart he can make super high quality you know drugs that like it's a methamphetamine that can actually get him some decent get, cash, get, yeah. get some good cash it's most pure you know it's it, it's just such a good show it's and it gets so bad so fast like the situations it's just it pulls you right in and it's so good it's fair it's so good Oh, anyways, what's your second pick? I'm going to go kind of with another basic answer here, but I still love this show. I'm going to go with Parks and Rec. Really? I love Chris Pratt in that show. <laughs> it's that That's the first time I was really exposed to Chris Pratt and his comedic side, which made him perfect for Star-Lord, by the way. Um, but also Ron Swanson is what Ron Swanson is show. my favorite character on that show. <laughs> he, he is so... Funny. funny i love his take on like the government yes. i love his takes on just anything on anything government related bre- bre- breakfast foods and brunettes <laughs> that's his Honestly, two favorite yeah. things like mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah yeah, so yeah. parks and like, is definitely my next yeah, one give me all the bacon and eggs you have uh, uh, wait, wait wait, wait. wait. I, 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 i'm afraid you don't me. understand <laughs> give me all the bacon and eggs you have you call oh sorry you call this a steak? <laughs> yeah. Why do you call it? Why do you put this on your menu? Look what you did. Sorry about that. See, I told you to. You are moving too much. I'm sorry. It's exciting. Anyways. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Um. For my second pick, has got to be The Walking Dead. 
Okay, not a bad show. Not a bad show. It's it's so good in the sense of like if it was real, like if that were to happen, like it like the first few seasons are just about you know surviving just in general. Yeah, this you know zombie apocalypse that's happened, and then it's kind of like evolves into okay, so now you're used to this world. Now how do you survive with no government and rules and different communities that are maybe not good people and you know yeah walking dead is just so good song can't, can't argue with that pay I'm, I'm gonna kind of throw i'm gonna go in a different direction here i don't know if you've seen this this show but if you haven't i highly highly recommend it it's a great show it's called the blacklist i've heard of it but i've never watched it great show obviously oh um but yeah very big into crime um long story short there's this criminal his name is raymond reddington and he essentially is arguably the biggest criminal on the planet. He essentially turns himself into the FBI to make himself an informant so he can get close to this one FBI profiler hmm. who this whole time they have this weird like connection slash not connection. Right. Um, 99% sure. It never really confirms it, but we're fairly confident this person's her dad because she never really knew who her dad was. Right. And anyways, he helps track down like some of the world's biggest criminals. Such a great show. Honestly, I loved every second of it. Yeah. Nice pretty good my next one it's <clears throat> it's so dude okay your phone's just very no you are moving a lot I didn't really... you move a lot i don't think you understand okay anyways continue okay <laughs> my show that i'm gonna pick is new girl i've seen episodes but dude i had i had to watch it a few times to actually get into it just because okay. i was like because i just i don't think the main character is that funny okay but then it kind of, but like all of her friends, Schmidt, Winston, Nick, they're so funny, dude. They're so funny. And it's so hard to like not watch the show after you just get used to those characters. Okay. It's <clears throat> Zoe Deschanel. She's not, a, I don't think she's like a bad actor, but it's a really funny show. Okay. But yeah, so that would be what? That was my third pick. I think that's your third pick. Yeah. yeah. So what's your fourth pick? I'm, I'm going to go with a basic answer here. Um, to be fair, I haven't seen it all the way through, but I do think it's a good show. I'm going to go with Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy? I've watched some of it. It's still running. <laughs> yeah, it's still... 17, 18 seasons or whatever. Yeah, it's still going. Um, a lot of good stuff you can see in the sense that <laughs> there's a lot of medical stuff going on there, and there's a lot of great character development as well, so I'm going to yep. go with Grey's Anatomy, my fourth. Nice. Nice. My fourth... Is actually Criminal Minds. Okay. I love that show. When I first, I hadn't seen it until I met Taryn. <clears throat> but then when I started it, we watched like the first two seasons. I think in three days. <laughs> like it's just so good. Like it, it's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Great Gubbler. I think that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. He is hilarious. <laughs> He's like the nerd on the show. Yeah. He's so funny. Oh my gosh. And then, like, the super smart, like, tech girl. She's really funny, too. And then, you know, Hotch. The, actually, the, what's funny about Criminal Minds, I think that show is actually still mm-hmm. going, too. <clears throat> um, I think they're actually doing their last season on Paramount or something like that now. Okay. But um, one of the main characters, he uh, got kicked off the show because he kicked the director in the shin. <laughs> and so <laughs> they just kicked him off the show. You're, like, uh, you're done. Yeah, it was really stupid. But I love that. 
But no, Criminal Minds is super good. I don't know if you've seen it. But I, I've seen episodes in a couple seasons, but I haven't seen it all the way through. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen it all the way through either. But like, there are some episodes. I, I don't think I've ever gotten like really sad in a show before. Yeah. Like the, the the last episode of The Office is really sad. Or oh. like the episode when Michael leaves is pretty sad. Mm-hmm. But this show, there's a couple of episodes. And if you've seen the show, you know what I'm talking about. It... It's it's rough. It's sad. Yeah. Like you can even watch a clip of it without even really knowing the context, and it's just sad because you know what's happening. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> yeah, so that'd be my fourth pick. My last pick. I'm going in a very different direction here, but it's an all-time classic TV show. And even though a lot of people may not agree with what this show is all about, I still love it. I'm going with Family Guy. Family Guy. I love Family Guy. I I know. I know a lot of their content is so messed up, but the fact that it's lasted this long, especially in today's world. That's true. That's true. I think it's it, because it, it's already said itself like that and you know what it is, maybe. Exactly. But even then, the, the world's changed so many so many things that have been set in their ways. Family Guy's been able to withstand most of that. And here's the thing. like, Yes, it's stupid comedy, but it's funny, hilarious, and I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, <clears throat> there's a couple of shows that I'm trying to have. I'm having a hard time with. I was gonna do um, that old. I think what was it? Um, uh, Teen Titans. As a kid, that was an awesome show. The, was it the one on Cartoon the, Network? The original. That not, Teen Titans was not this like new. No, no Teen the, Titans the original Go one or whatever. On Cartoon Network was gold. But what I'm trying to also think of though is two other shows, The Boys. On an Amazon, I have yet to see that. So, I dude, have no that is so. Oh, that show is so good. It's very mature, Fair though. Enough. Too Fair like enough. it's very inappropriate. Don't recommend for children. No, no, but it is so cool and such a good show. Or Invincible. Oh yeah, the other Amazon one. Yep, yep. That one. I've only seen clips of that one too. So that one is so good. That one is so incredibly good. It's <clears throat> and it's it's a cartoon. It's an animated, but it's like an adult animated show. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's it's so good. Like um, J.K. Simmons is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, St- um, Stephen Ewan, I think the guy who plays Glenn on The Walking Dead yeah. is on there. He's the main character. It's so it's so good. But Teen Titans also as a kid. Bro, I watched that like a couple, like a year and a half ago. I rewatched it on HBO Max. Still holds up. It holds up, but they ended it awful. Do you remember the ending? I don't. Dude, it's so disappointing because it doesn't really resolve anything. Mm. It doesn't end on like a satisfying end. It. it you know what? I, I just thought about this, and we can do this next week. Mm-hmm. What if next week we do a reverse draft, a bad draft, top five worst endings in TV shows? Oh yeah, like final episodes, the way they ended. Because I I got a couple in my mind that I'm just like, yeah, like it's how could true. you do that to us? Yeah, we could do like movies or yeah. TV shows or so mixed. we can, we can definitely do that next week. Yeah, but cool. Just a couple honorable mentions I want to throw out there of shows that maybe we personally didn't like or, but I know a lot of people have a cult following following for them, like mm-hmm. Friends. I think Friends is overhated. I think it's slightly overrated. It. I think it's overrated, but I. But I do really like it. It's a good show. 
but I do think it. Well, it was recorded in front of like yeah. a live yeah. show. Like it, like mm-hmm. the, when people are like, "Oh, I want to take out the edited." It's it was not edited. It was actually in yeah. front of a live thing, studio audience. Yeah, but um, I think I think it is a little bit overhyped. But I do really like it. I will, but it is overhated. I will give two other ones. That was not me. It is you're the only one that's moving. You're moving right it. now. I didn't touch the table there. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, other two shows that I think are very underrated. Number one, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah. Oh the, my gosh, yeah. the, original, the original like animated. Yeah. yeah. That still holds up. That's a yeah. Great, great show. And then The Big Bang Theory. Love that show. Yeah. You could also throw in like. Um, Star Wars, Clone Wars. That's true. I didn't actually really watch those as a kid. So I don't those know. are that's that those that falls into the same category and as Avatar. Just because it finally ended after twenty five years, I'm just going to throw the whole run of Pokemon with Ash in there because after twenty five years, he He's finally still, became the champ. Yeah, and they're actually retiring him finally. But the man found the Fountain of Youth because he has been ten this whole time. I know for twenty five years he's been ten years yeah. old. Oh man! Or you could even throw in the Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah. Simpsons oh, are good. Still, they're still going. It's like thirty-three seasons. Oh. It's like the longest-running show, I think. Yeah, that's an all-time classic. But there. anyways, <coughs> so those are some pretty good shows. We can even discuss more like another time. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So kind of pivoting, I have some ch- some Chuck Norris jokes. Let's hear it. Okay. Okay. The first one is, it's all right. Chuck Norris is so fast, he can run around the world and hit himself in the back of the head. Nice. Chuck Norris can dribble a bowling ball. Smart man. Chuck Norris doesn't call the wrong number. You answer the wrong phone. (laughs) (laughs) Or, hmm. My gosh, this is so dumb. Like, this is not as funny as I'm... Chuck Norris once visited the Virgin Islands. They're now just called the islands. I've heard that one. (laughs) I love that one. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Chuck Norris has a grizzly bear mat in his room. The bear's not dead. It's just too scared to move. (laughs) Okay. When Chuck Norris went to college, he told his dad, you're the man of the house now. (laughs) This one is what made me want to say these because they're so dumb. Okay. (laughs) Chuck Norris went skydiving and his parachute didn't open. So he took it back the next day for a refund. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. <clears throat> I saw those and I just was like, oh my word. They're just too good. Mm. Chuck Norris jokes are the, They're pretty are funny, the best. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways. Now now pivot to... We'll, go, we'll start with NBA stuff. So a couple things here. Number one. Don't you wish the Jazz ever had a player like Donovan Mitchell on their team? Like a guy who could score at will? Somebody who could, you know, be a bucket getter when that offense goes stagnant? Honestly, if the Jazz had a player like that any time in like the last five years, I think the Jazz honestly were a championship caliber team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, and for those of you wondering why I, I, I'm doing this, um, he casually dropped 71 points this last week. He scored 71 Becoming, he assisted or scored on at least 99 points. And he became only the seventh person in NBA history to drop 70. Well, and yeah, and that stat of him dropping 71 and scoring or assisting on 99 points, it's the most ever since Wilt Chamberlain scored 100. Yeah, if you're doing something since <clears throat> Wilt, um, you're doing something right. 
just shows you the team was built around Rudy. Which it should not have been. And it's still a good team, but it wasn't what the NBA needed or was built nope. for. Nope, 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 nope. Donovan Mitchell is going off with the cap. <laughs> also, I just want to keep – I'm going to point this out until it stops being funny, which it may never be. If this last week showed you that the Wolves gave up too much for Rudy and that the Utah probably could have gotten more for the Jazz, or Utah probably could have gotten more for Donovan. Although, I'm not going to say it was an unfair trade because they got a lot for Donovan. But yeah, Except right now, it looks like the Jazz are losing that trade. But right now, yeah, but the Wolves are losing their trade, which makes up for the Jazz. <laughs> yeah, that's, they're losing it bad. They're losing it real bad. But, yeah, the fact that the Wolves gave up more for Rudy than the Cavs gave up for Donovan should tell you everything about that Wolves organization. <sighs> Well, and the fact that the Wolves are not doing better than the Jazz. That's what I'm saying. The Jazz are higher <clears throat> in the standings. They're like five games under one, 500 or something like that. Yep. While the Jazz are, I mean, they're not I think the great Jazz now. just fell under 500 just barely. I think so. they're two games under 500 right now. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. So, anyways, long story short, if you have a weapon like Donovan Mitchell that can drop 70 at will, don't, don't let him go. Don't let your teams let him go. <sighs> I tried to say it. All you- I tried to say, can you can you imagine if like instead of doing all this weird stuff, say they, because apparently Gobert is worth a Damian Lillard. Yeah. I mean, he's not, but apparently Danny Ainge would have made him worth that. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a Damian with Donovan with maybe like a couple of the picks we got? Yeah. Because, well, even the, let's just let's just say this. Let's just say they got what they got for Rudy. Didn't make any other trades. You leave Donovan. Okay, you still have Walker Kessler, who is still coming into his own. But I Walker think he, Kessler? I is, think he has more blocks than Rudy Gobert, actually. He, no, yeah, he does. He's like third in blocks in the NBA. Yeah. He's like got almost 70. Or, if, if, I think he has at least 70 blocks You've at this point. You've got a lot of shooters around Rudy. Now, you still won't, you won't have Sexton and you won't have Markin in, but let's be honest. I think Donovan can cover. Donovan would make up for that. Exactly. Donovan is entering... His prime right now. The only thing Donovan's got to do is sh- shore up his defense, which I think he would have done much better this year with Hardy as his coach. But man, oh man, what, what do you have to Phil? What do you got to say to those Jazz fans who say that we don't need Donovan or he's not that good or basically are doing everything they can to make themselves feel better that Donovan's no longer a member of the Utah Jazz? Well, I I knew that there was people saying that they were okay with getting rid of him before he was even gone. Those people are obviously. You know, mentally ill, <laughs> or because that's the only thing, or they, or they're just stupid. Like literally, like there's no way you can say that we could not have that Donovan was bad for this team. Mm-hmm. That because even even just listening to his interviews with people compared to like Rudy, Donovan is such a respectful dude. Doesn't talk crap on anybody. He doesn't call anybody out. He just kind of just supports everybody. You know. <clears throat> He he says the right things, you know whether he means it or not. He presents himself very well. Yeah. Then there's Rudy who was calling out the whole team for de- for defense. Yeah. Rudy, which honestly probably could have been true of him saying it's him or me. Which, after listening to Donovan, you know Donovan never said that. Yeah, no, Donovan. He's just too good. Donovan was working with Coach Hardy and trying to plan the next year or so together when he was traded. Yeah. <sighs> It's tough. It's honestly tough. <sighs> After seeing that, because I actually remember I was watching the game or like watching them talk about, you know, mm-hmm. the whole 
Hamlin situation, and and I saw a notification on my phone that Donovan dropped seventy one. I was like, yeah, what? What? <laughs> like, like I was Just like, talk casually. Uh, sorry, what was that? Well, because first I was like, oh wow, cool. Wait, seventy one, mm. and then I went back and watched the highlights and stuff. I was like. Holy I miss smoke. him so much. You're like, why did we let him go? I miss him. <laughs> I bet. I almost think Danny Ainge might have been kicking himself because he even tweeted saying like, like saying wow. I'm like, hmm. And you traded him. And you maybe you should have gotten a couple more picks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yikes. Anyways, it's fine. It is what it is at this. point. I'm fine if I don't talk about it. You're fine. All right. Well, let's move on to some other NBA news here. Couple of things here. Zion Williamson is out for I think indefinitely again due to it's, I think he's yeah he'll be reevaluate evaluated in two weeks. Yeah, what, what was it? I think it was like a hamstring or something like that. Something with yep. his leg again. Hamstring unfortunately. Injury. When you're that big and you move like that, you're gonna you're gonna have, have some hamstring issues. Well, because he also falls weird. Yeah, he land like he is so awkward when he jumps and the way he lands. It's like, dude, you gotta find a way to like protect yourself when you mm-hmm. land because you are a big dude, and a big piece <coughs> of your team too. So, yeah, they can make the playoffs without you, but they obviously need you in the playoffs. Also, prior to tonight, the Brooklyn Nets were on a twelve-game win streak. Yep, and they won fifteen out of their tonight. last sixteen. So now they've won what? The um sixteen out of the last seventeen, something like that. It's kind or of or fifteen out of the last seventeen. That's insane. When Jock Vaughn took over this team, they were two and five. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets are now twenty-five and thirteen. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. So ever since Jacques Vaughn took over this team, they are twenty-three and seven. Yeah, they've made a pretty good. Uh, they're they're doing slightly better. They I would did say. a pretty good hire with that. Yeah, 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 and that's here's the thing. He was their he was their interim head coach like two years ago before Steve Nash. Yeah, the fact that Steve Nash even got that job was Ooh, weird. This just makes it look ten times worse. Oh yeah, because I'm just glad they finally gave Jacques Vaughn the job. Because well, when Kevin Durant wanted him gone, it looks and I I've never really seen any reason to not side with Kevin Durant on yeah. what he's saying. And Kyrie's focused in too. When those two are focused in, good night Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. It's it might be another. They even got Ben Simmons playing again. I'm not saying he's playing great or even good, but they got him playing. Also, I just want to I just want to point out. There are people in this world that thought Ben Simmons was better than Donovan Mitchell. To be fair. No. To be no. fair. To be fair. Ben one Simmons of them is six ten, one of them is six one. So? That's it. That's all I'm saying. That doesn't matter. It, to some people it does. <laughs> Maybe to those people who said he was better. Yeah. He also, only got Do- two extra he only got an extra rookie year. <laughs> also, Donovan does not go three fourteen from the free throw line. No. Against Trey Young, you know what's also crazy? It's not that Donovan shot like two hundred shots to get seventy-seven points. He was like, he only missed like it was a very efficient game. Yeah, he, I can't even remember what it was. I think he only missed like four or five shots. Okay, so against the Bulls, he shot twenty-two of thirty-four. Yeah, that's over fifty percent. That's eleven of seventeen. If we want to do the math on that real quick, twenty-two divided by. 34. From the field, he shot 64.7%. Yeah. From downtown, he went 7 of 15, which is about 48%, give or take, which is above league average. He did that while also dishing out 11 assists. Yeah, and he had eight rebounds. rebounds. He was two rebounds away from a 71 triple-double. And just for the fun of it, he also threw in a block. Can you imagine if he had two more rebounds? 
A 71 triple-double? Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, Luca's cool, but look at this. <laughs> he was close enough to where you can still say that. Like, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, that is close enough to where, Dropping like... 71 points with a triple with a near triple-double? Yeah, I would say he did just fine. Yeah. So, shout-out to Donovan Mitchell for doing that. The, the, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference are very close this year. I think right now there's zero teams on pace to win 60 games. Jeez. Yeah. Um, because at first it looked like the Celtics were going to run away with their with the Eastern Conference. They're only a game ahead of Milwaukee and Brooklyn now. Yeah. And well, in the West... Brooklyn decided to show up. And in the West, the Nuggets are technically the number one team, but they're tied with the Grizzlies right now. They're both 24 and 13 at the top of the standings. The Pelicans are only half a game back. I want the Grizzlies to lose so bad after and, what Jean Morant said. It's like, mm, you might want to show a little more the Mavericks, respect. who are on a seven-game win streak, thick courtesy of Luka Doncic going yep. crazy these yep. last couple weeks. Yep. Has them on seven-game win streak, and they're in fourth place. And just let me put this in context for you. The Jazz are 19-21. and 21. They're six and a half games of fir- behind a first place still. Yeah, no, it's crazy. The standings are so close, even still in the West. Like, still so early, anything can happen. It's so insane. Yeah, I, I honestly am so. I, dude, I still haven't even gone to a Jazz game this year. That's weird for me. That is weird for me. I think yeah. by this time last year, we've already we had already been to like two games. Here's another weird thing: Golden State, Phoenix, the T Wolves. The Lakers and the Blazers and the Jazz. Let's just throw all those guys in. None of those guys are in the top six in the West. Yeah. Here are your top six in the West. The Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Pelicans, the Mavs, the Kings, and the Clippers. Yeah, which is kind of funny because the Clippers, when they made those that dra- those trades and they got, you know. Kawhi and Paul Kawhi George. Kawhi and Paul George. They were so excited. They literally haven't done anything. Nope, because, well. There's something called health, and that's something they are lacking over there in L.A. Clippers. Do you believe that there might be too much load management? <laughs> 1,010%. Absolutely. Yeah. But, hey, Kawhi got his ring um, in Toronto, and ever since then, he just kind of took it easy. That was easier than when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors for that first year. Because <laughs> the, the, Durant was hurt. He still had the goal And Curry the- was hurt. No, Curry was. He was not hurt. hurt for he was hurt for a game or two in that series. Clay Thompson was. And Clay, not, and Clay dude, was that the year that Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson, like tore his ACL and then the he came time. back and shot two free, free throws. Yeah, that was the first time. And dude, Clay, I'm not gonna say it was the easiest run because he still had to face a loaded Sixers teams, Sixer team in the. I mean the, fi- the that final series is what I mean. True, but that Sixers team was no joke. They had Embiid. They had Ben Simmons playing at a high level still. No, it the. They had Jimmy Butler. It was it was luck that they got into the finals, because that shot that got him into the finals, okay, but where it bounced still... five times and went in. What it, about the rest of the series, though? No, like because I think I think Kawhi helped obviously, like Kawhi going there that first year. You know, it's insane. Mm-hmm. But that shot, it was cool. It was probably one of the coolest buzzer beaters ever, especially in a playoff series. Yeah. Except for maybe Damian Lillard's. Because <laughs> that was... That, that literally same, tore that, down the whole freaking franchise. Those were the same playoffs, by the way. I know. That that playoff year was insane. Yeah, insane but yeah. I, it, it sucks that it led to the finals that it did. Honestly, I'm not too upset about it for a couple of reasons. One, again, the Raptors team played that Sixers team. And yeah, even if you want to call that last shot lucky, which it didn't take a little luck. 
That does not take away from the rest of the saving game series. No, but what I'm saying is they're lucky in the sense of if Kevin Durant was... If he didn't play when he... Like, if he rested like he should have. And if Clay Thompson didn't get hurt, it's like they, it was kind of handed to them. Granted, you can only play what's in front of That's you. That's what I'm saying. You can only play who's in front of but you. But and even the I, Jazz got to play a flu game. Michael Jordan and still lost. So okay, but the flu game, he still freaking went off. That's what I'm saying. It was it was a less than 100 percent Michael Jordan. Yeah, and they couldn't and, take and they and they try to blame Utah for food poisoning. I'm like, come on. Would I be surprised if it was true? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> but it is a reach. And who cares? Like, can't you just be like, yeah, I got sick and I still went off and I kicked, yeah. Like their arses. <laughs> yeah. Man, the Jazz could have two back to back. It's fine. Could it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're not upset. We're not upset. We're just, we're just venting. This is a safe spot for Jazz fans, kind of. Not right now. <laughs> jazz are struggling. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's, <clears throat> let's kind of look a little deeper into these NBA teams, though. So we're coming up on the trade deadline here. A couple of players who are potential people who might get traded. I'm going to give you a few names here. You tell me whether you think they will be traded. And if you do think they'll be traded, to who? Just a couple of teams or just someone you So everyone on the Jazz except for Markin and Clarkson. Well, let, let's, start, let's start in the East. <laughs> I'm just going to say right now that the Celtics, the Bucks, the Nets, and the Cavs, and the Sixers are probably not going to make a lot of moves. They shouldn't. Exactly. So let me give you a couple of names here or a couple of teams that may or may not make a couple of moves. Number one, the Indiana Pacers. There's, they're in the seventh seed in the East right now. There's been a lot of talk still of whether they're going to trade Miles Turner and or Buddy Heald. And the Lakers seem to always pop up. Do you think they get traded? Do you think there's somewhere else they might be looking into getting traded to? I don't know where they would go. Like, I don't know. I <clears throat> the, only th- <laughs> the only reason I can think of this is because I know the Jazz are going to make a lot of trades. I-, I would be shocked if they didn't make a lot of trades. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going to be like, oh, well, the Jazz could be a team that they go to yeah. because I don't know what Danny Ainge is trying Can to do. Can you see Miles Turner, Buddy Heald going to the Lakers? No. No? I don't think it'll happen because the Lakers, I think they need to figure out what's actually happening and what they need because yeah. I don't think they really know what they need. And, and to be point. fair, they, they do lack a lot of picks too. So Yeah, that, and that's the thing. I mean, the only reason – yeah. That, the Lakers could look in, you know, I think, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Let me give you a couple other names here. Let's go to the Miami Heat. They're, they're kind of stuck in purgatory right now. They're only 20 and 18. Do they consider trading Jimmy Butler and just kind of going into rebuild around Tyler Hero? Trade Tyler Hero. or Sorry, not trade Tyler Hero. Trade Jimmy, trade Kyle Lowry. Maybe, maybe look into trading Bam. I don't think they need to go into that mode just yet. <clears throat> but I think if they don't do anything this year, they should. But, like, I don't think this would be the right time to go into a rebuild mode. Okay. Not middle of the season. How about one player who there's been a lot of rumors cheating up around him? Trey Young? I th- Especially because they're, they're struggling again. There's even rumors of Nate McMillan. There's, potentially retiring after this season. Well, and there's rumors of Trey Young mm-hmm. wanting to be out anyways. <clears throat> it would be a blockbuster trade. Problem is, I have no idea where he would go. Um, well, who needs a point guard? Half the league. It's true. Who needs an offensive-minded, not-really-effort-trying defensive point guard? 
not so many. <laughs> yeah, no. <sighs> Excuse me. I think if the Lakers had more to give, mm-hmm. that would be very interesting. It would be a very intriguing location for Trey Young. But because I think Westbrook's going to be traded, they're going to. I think they're going to try and move him. Yeah. Not saying that it will for sure happen, but I know I, I they tried last year. And him going off this year, I think, is more of him trying to prove his worth in the trade, mm-hmm. because they're still they're still not in the play-in right now, right? To the eleventh or what? What seed are they in? Or did Let's they? Or did here. they get to the tenth seed? No, they're not the tenth seed yet. The Jazz are the tenth seed. The Lakers are the twelve seed right now. They so are. They're still out of the play-in. They're a game and a half out of the play-in behind the Jazz. <clears throat> I mean, Westbrook's good. He is. I think last year was just an awful year for him. Yeah. But can you imagine putting Trey Young there with LeBron and AD if they're healthy? Yeah. That could kind of – I see that being something that could put them over the stump there. Because Trey Young, they need they need someone who can score whenever. Because LeBron can be that person. He's just getting up there But he's up there in age. He's not as consistent with it. Like, And if Trey Young goes to L.A., I'm, I mean, would you rather be in L.A. than Atlanta? Well, that depends. I still think Atlanta has a slightly better future because they hold most of their first round. Actually, no, they got rid of a lot of those in the Dejounte Murray trade. Who? Yeah, so that's know. what I'm saying. Like, but what would the the Lakers? It would have to be like a player for player trade. Yeah, the the Lakers have a ton of point guards too, though, because they still have Dennis Schroeder. They have Kendrick Nunn. Um, obviously, they have Pat Beverly and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but obviously, Pat Beverly's not really doing anything there. Hey, Russell he Westbrook is would a be a motivational speaker. The dude that trash talks when he's down by 30. Yeah. <clears throat> Better than Chris Paul trash talking when he's down by 42 and hits a three to cut the lead to 42. Hey, at least he's trying to do something, though. At least he's cutting the lead down. Patrick Beverly just doesn't do anything. That's fair. Let me give you one team who I personally think will make a lot of moves or at least a big move this trade season. The Chicago Bulls. What do they do with Nikola Vucevic? What do they do with Zach Levine? Does DeMar Rosen want out? I don't know. It's kind of hard because the Bulls are kind of in a weird spot because they're actually starting to play pretty good. They're playing a little bit better. They are in the 10th seed, though. Yeah, but they... I mean, Donovan had to put up 71 (laughs) for them to win in overtime. Um, They just beat the Nets. It's... I don't know. I think Zach Levine's kind of hit his ceiling. I don't know that we're going to see anything better from him. Mm-hmm. So they could try and trade him to maybe get like... I will say this about Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. He was drafted 13th overall in mm-hmm. his respective draft, in the 2014 draft, and he's a shooting guard, right? The last three players to hit at least 70 points in a single game were Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, Kobe Bryant. You know what all those players have in common? Hmm. They were all drafted 13th overall, and they're all shooting guards. <laughs> That's not happening with Zach Levine. <laughs> Did you would, you? would you have thought Donovan Mitchell would have dropped 70? Honestly speaking, would you think he would have done it? I think he could have, Especially, but I don't think he would have. Exactly. But he is Zach Levine has the potential. He's. I think he's dropped at like a mid 50 burger already. Yeah, but he hasn't maintained that though. Like Donovan has always been on the uprise. And I like Devin Booker has gone oh, down. No, 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 Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure his scoring has gone not by a ton, but a little bit. No, he's only gone up. 
Like even like his people thought he had like a second year slump and stuff. No, his mm-hmm. everything he has improved almost very steadily yeah. every year. Same with Devin Booker. It's it's just this year it's like Devin Booker just kind of now has a little bit more help because <laughs> yeah. even when Devin Booker I think dropped I think he dropped seventy against the Jazz and they still lost. It was against the Celtics. Was it against the Celtics? It was against the Celtics, yeah. Oh, I think he must have. I think he dropped like fifty or something. Then it's one of those games where he dropped like as much as he insane could. amount and still lost because he you and we couldn't. It's not like they were playing bad defense on him. It was just so. Yeah, no, it, it's it's crazy to mm-hmm. see, but um, no, I just Zach Levine just has not. Okay, so his career high is fifty, actually. Fifty. Yeah. When was that? Last year. Last year? 2021. April 9th of 2021, so less than a year ago. Oh, wait. No, actually. Holy crap. We're in 2023. Never mind. It's been almost two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. 2015. Yeah, so it's been two years. I mean, he hasn't... Maybe Anyways. maybe not... The, maybe I missed it, but I haven't seen anything to where they really have maybe talked too much about Maybe put him on a new him. team. Maybe he just needs new motivation on a new team. Again, this is all speculation, dude. This th- That was just a fun stat that the last three players to drop 70... We're all shooting guards drafted 13th overall. Yeah. <sighs> but that, that doesn't mean much because there was another player. His name is Jerome Simpson. He was a shooting guard taken 13th Jeez. overall, I think, in 2018. Yikes. Um, Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. So it doesn't mean you're going to, but if I think out of the people who haven't done it who were drafted 13th overall as a you shooting know, guard, exactly. Probably- you know who I'm really upset? You know why I'm really upset besides if you're a Jazz fan, though, after that? seeing that? I'm upset if I'm a Knicks fan. Because, first of all, they could have drafted him. They could have drafted I mean, half the league could have drafted DeMar. But, but people were w- wanting him, like, from Knicks organizations. And, but, you know, the Knicks organization well, is Denver really had stupid. Him and decided to give him and up then, to Trey Lyles and Tyler Lydon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but it's not like Denver doesn't have anybody. You know, Denver has Jokic. Yeah, but can They've you imagine got Jamal, Donovan, I Jokic, know. Eric Gordon, Michael Ball. Oh. I know, but I, but what I'm saying is, you still got Nikola Jokic. You freaking, yeah, he's yeah. insane. Jamal Murray, who's also insane. Like they're not hurting right now, really. Nope, but still. But the Knicks, who have been hurting for years, this is the first year they're kind and they're one, of relevant. And they're one playoff appearance since Carmelo Anthony got. They got beat up by the Goomba, yeah. The lollipop, the lollipop on the floor. So it's, can, and the Knicks. Were, well, it's more. But the reason why I'm saying it's more maddening for them is because they had him. They had him, but they ticked off Aunt Danny Ainge by going to that playoff series. That and they also just weren't willing to pony up. I'm almost certain that Danny Ainge might have taken the deal if they never did that. That's true. Might and even Donovan thought he was going to New York for a little bit. I think he thought he was going there clear up until he got traded to the to the Cavs. Cavs, yeah. I mean, I didn't even realize the Cavs I, were in the picture until... I don't they, think anybody really knew besides the Cavs and Danny Ainge. Remember, <laughs> like, they were talking about it on, I think it was Woj's podcast, and basically they were like, yeah, dude, that deal came together like the night before. I remember, because we were listening to that on the way to Nebraska at the time. Yeah, way to make me depressed in the first 10 minutes of a 12-hour <laughs> drive. Like an hour. <laughs> okay, well, I said with... We were in between Evanston and Rock Springs, but the point is, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, 40 minutes into the drive, and I'm already depressed. Did you get the notification on the road, or were we still... I think I think I it was think something... Were, yeah, no, think, it came out earlier that day yeah, or true. something. Because, yeah, we were, like, wait, like waiting for you to get off. We didn't leave till like, what, 
three. Oh, yeah, that time <laughs> that was so <laughs> stupid. But anyways, um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, it was uh, the Knicks. I think if I literally think if they didn't go to that series, I think Donovan would be a Nick right now. Yeah, because the the packages were very similar, and Jalen Brunson would probably still be a Mav. And Luca would have some help. <laughs> yeah, Luca needs help, <laughs> and he's still carrying that team. Yeah, his sixty-point triple double. Anybody? He's literally like the new Dirk Nowitzki there. Like honestly, so he's going to get into a finals and win it over someone in the. Uh, so either the Nets, the Bucks, or the Celtics. <laughs> Problem is, I think he could get them to the finals, but I don't think he's beating any of those teams by himself. No one thought Dirk was beating the big three by himself. True, but it's it's. The way the game but has changed, I will say this, and the they way did it have favors, a ton of great defenders around Dirk, and the and the way the game favors shooters, yeah, I don't know that they that actually though that now that I'm thinking about it, that might make him an advantage. But when you're going against Kyrie and Kevin Durant, or oh my gosh, or freaking Jason jo- Tatum, Jason Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown, Joel Embiid, James Harden, Giannis, Giannis, it, it Chris Middleton. I, it wouldn't happen. I think he could beat the Bucks, though. Or even, or, or even, you know. I do think if it was the Bucks, he could beat the Bucks. I do think that. I don't know, dude. No, no one's gonna stop Giannis on that team. I'll tell you that right now. But, <clears throat> but Giannis can't shoot threes. We saw him make a three tonight. Okay, yeah, yeah, and we also saw him almost airball one. <laughs> <Shit. laughs> I, I don't know if if Luca gets to the finals, Luka, unless it's the Luka. unless it's the Bucks. I don't think they're, he's going to beat that. Watch Luka get a top four seed, and then all of a sudden, let's say he gets, like, the second seed. And then he's got to deal with, like, Golden State, who sneaks in through the play-in. Because they're the ones who took him out in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. I'll tell you who doesn't want to see them. It's the, the Suns. Uh, no, the Nuggets. Or the Nuggets. I was going to no, say this. The Nuggets don't want to see the Warriors. The Suns don't want to see Luka. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Who doesn't want to meet the Mavs in the playoffs? Especially the Game 7 in Phoenix, apparently. I don't even think you'd get to a Game 7. Not right now. Mm-hmm. No. Chris Paul does not look very good. Chris Paul needs to just freaking retire. He's not winning a ring. I'm he's sorry. Not. It's, it's not going to He's one of those players. It's just thinking. Unless he, like... It's, it's like how Joe Ingles plays for the Bucks. <laughs> like just someone who goes there and is like a backup for like a super good team. The only way Chris Paul's going to win a ring is he's going to have to pull a Udonis Haslam and he's literally just going to have to be a bench coach <laughs> but get paid to do it Yeah, and take up a roster spot. Yeah. Could happen. Could oh, Shackton. Shackton. Oh. Yeah, Austin Reeves missed a point blank layup and then Kedrick Nunn missed the first tip and got the second tip. Yikes. Yikes! Oof, that that was that was about to be a shacked moment right there. But, anyways, so so that's basically it for the NBA right now. Yeah, let's hop on over to the NFL, huh? <laughs> that's a lot that's going on right a now. A lot going on there. Let's start with your ha- favorite person that just happens to fire up Twitter every time he gets on, Mister Bayless of Skip. I so let, let me so, let me start this off simple for you, okay? I'm just going to read his tweet. What do you think? Just very simple. I'm just going to read his tweet for you here. And then you just give me his, or not his, but what, what, what am I saying? Your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. What do you think he was trying to say? So basically, this is not basically, this is what Skip Bayless says word for word. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the, this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. Which suddenly seems so irrelevant. 
if he didn't say but how I could see him saying oh this is such a huge game but it doesn't matter anymore mm-hmm. but he said but how like as in how could they do that yeah first of all <clears throat> it like so first of all it's worded awfully it's poor, poor wording poor wording I, I can almost understand his point to an extent by saying because it is a huge game it did offer really big playoff influence because mm-hmm. if the Bills win, they're number one seed. And that means they have the num- they have a bye week and they have home field advantage every game yeah. up until the Super Bowl if they make it there. If the Bengals win, they would have been the number two seed and would have had home field advantage up until they played the Chiefs if that were the case. Yeah. Very big difference in either one of those standings because you, first of all, you don't want to be anything other than a team where you can have home field advantage in the playoffs. Because being in a playoff game for the NFL is so crucial to have home field advantage. <clears throat> but I think it was very insensitive for him to tweet that at that time. Yeah. Because who cares about anything about the game at that point? Yeah, 100%. Dude literally died on the field and had to be revived. That's what happened. That's how bad it was, yeah. Like, if there were not professional doctors that came to games and were there for staff... We would be talking he, about he, this guy. He would have died on the field. Mm-hmm. Right in front of everybody. Like in front of the team, staff, 40, 50, 60 million people. You know, mm-hmm. it just. The fact that he did not just say something to the effect of prayers for this man, this kid, hopefully he's okay. Yeah. That's all that needed to be said. Yeah. Again, very poor wording on Skip Bayless's part. Poor wording, awful timing. Who cares about the game at all yeah. at that point why say anything even about the game yeah even saying something to the even saying that it's a big game but it doesn't matter anymore why even say that mm-hmm. like that doesn't no one cares about the game so don't even bring it up <clears throat> so and then shannon sharp because he tweeted too he said something just saying hopefully he's okay didn't say anything about skip and then he goes on to Undisputed this morning. First of all, he doesn't show up yesterday. Yeah. He doesn't say why he didn't show up. He just said, you know, there's a lot of speculation and stuff, but I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to go into it. Mm-hmm. And then he went into saying, like, how it was different for him because he's played before. There's a brotherhood within players and football, you know, all that kind of thing. And then he's like, and then um, I was hoping that he would delete his tweet. You know, I was, you know, and then he's like, I'm, and then he interrupted him and saying, I'm not deleting the tweet. Yeah. Like, and then Shannon's like, I wish you could just let me get through this without interrupting Interrupting me. Yeah. uh, It was just so awkward. Even like the host lady, I don't know her name, but she was uh, like, Jenny, I think. Yeah. She was like, okay, yeah, let's move on to the next. Like, like she said something like, yeah, hopefully he's okay. Support for him and his family, all that stuff. And then Shannon cut in and was like, that's all that should have been said. Like, I don't know. I don't think he should keep going. I think he should totally just not be there anymore because that is so horrible with what happened. Why would anything else matter at that point? Mm-hmm. Like Skip Bayless is a fool. <laughs> like I, not only is he just like, he just needs to stick to being horrible at being a, a cat, a, an analyst. Cause he is awful with his takes. He's got to stick to doing that instead of being an awful person in general. So, because that, that kind of speaks more to volume as a person when that's what you're caring about at that moment. Yeah. Dehumanizing the players like that. Like, that's something the players 
are is a constant complaint saying that they don't feel like they're treated as actual humans just as pieces of entertainment like yeah i think skip's just a freaking fool and i think he needs to be gone but he won't because he's been there forever shannon sharp though should just leave (laughs) like honestly get his own show just stick to his podcast or something because he's i don't know i like listening to shannon sharp a lot mm-hmm. but skip bayless is just awful he's so he's, annoying he's got a lot of bad takes rough takes and, and he but he needs shannon sharp for people to actually listen to because yeah. him on the show today by itself i think had one of the worst ratings and also just all the comments below like just the youtube videos that i saw are just like yeah no one wants to watch this like yeah. who cares like i don't know <clears throat> he basically just said he basically blamed the world for misinterpreting his tweet like he didn't apologize. When you're part of the media and you're that big, even if what you yeah. meant was totally different, you, it does yeah. not matter. Yeah, especially with a situation so serious as this one as well. You you gotta yeah. just, you gotta bite the bullet sometimes. Yeah, it, it yeah. But he doesn't believe he's wrong in any sense of the way, which he was wrong in doing. Not necessarily saying what he said in his tweet was wrong. It was the timing and how it was worded and the sensitivity of the time and reading the room type yeah. of thing. So. I don't know. It's pretty awful. <clears throat> we'll see how that whole Skip Bayless thing plays out. Um, let's hop on over to the actual playoff picture here, though, because th- this is an interesting <laughs> situation. You know what's crazy? NFC East, all of them could have made the playoffs. And then, well, well, we'll get to your friend Carson Wentz here in a second. Okay, we'll get to those guys here in a second. Let's, just, let's finish up in the AFC first. Number one, what are your predictions made before the season nearly came true? Unfortunately, the Jets have officially been eliminated from the playoffs yeah. because they went on a five-game losing streak. Yep. <laughs> part of it was because of Zach Wilson. Part of it was not. Yeah. Um, what yeah. went wrong there? I think Zach Wilson. I mean, you can't blame him for everything, though. He was inactive for everything. Brees Hall going down was huge. That was the biggest thing I was going to say. Brees Hall going down was just... that. That's a big thing. Because Zach Wilson wasn't awful, but he was very supported by Brees Hall. I will say this, too. Why the heck did they not use James Robinson more? Like, As far as I know, he wasn't hurt. And we've seen, we've seen how good he can be. I don't know. I don't so know why that, he was. It's, it's, it's very weird because they brought him over there because Brees Hall got hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Nothing against Zonovan Knight or Michael Carter, but it's just like you brought James Robinson for this reason. James Robinson is better than both those guys. Yeah, as far as, far as I know. So that, that's a very interesting thing there. AFC-wise, though, this, this is a very interesting point here because as far as I know, there's only three teams that can claim the number one seed. That is the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Bills. The issue is two of those teams technically did not play a game this last week all due to the situation. That's, that's what I'm saying, dude. That's, so and <clears throat> as far as I can tell, the NFL is potentially leaning towards calling that game a no contest. So that's really going to affect... It would zero the, out everything. Zero out everything, but here's the issue. How's that going to affect seating? Because they're not going to consider it a tie. It's just a no contest. See, that's... So that's what's tough. So, is, do you want to go by like win percentage? Like, which team has the best win percentage? I don't know. It's kind of. I personally think they should play the game, have this regular week go, and then have them play the next week, push the playoffs back a week, and then just kind of have it all transition into like playoffs transitioning to the Super Bowl without a week. Here's in the issue: they can't really move the playoffs because. These stadiums already have all these commitments. All well, these isn't there are, like a week in between the final season game and the playoffs? I don't think so. I think they go straight into the playoffs. I think I think there is an extra week. I know there's one between 
the Pro Bowl or the Super Bowl and the, and the conference championship games, but not between the NFL season, the regular season playoffs. I'm pretty sure the first playoff games are right after Week 18. Are you sure? Ninety nine percent sure. Because I'm, I thought there was a week in between. Let me double check. Maybe here. there's not. I don't know why. Okay, I'd be so Week 18 that. is obviously this week, right? Mm-hmm. So let's look at the schedule here. Oh, well, that doesn't help. There we go. Wow, no games available. Okay, well, I'll pull that up here in a sec. But I'm pretty darn sure they go straight into this, the playoffs. Because I think that game needs to be played. Yeah, so the, the first playoff game is January 14th, which is a week from this Saturday. Hmm. So they go straight into the playoffs right afterwards. And here's the thing. One of those teams is going to have a bye week. The issue is, what if that team who, let's say, let's just say, for example, the Bills win, Bengals lose. You don't want them to play a game on, like, Wednesday and then have again to go into the, that same weekend play another game? Mm-hmm. Because that's not fair to them. No. I don't know. <clears throat> now, another interesting point, again, the Bengals and the Bills both have the head-to-head over the Chiefs. It, they need to figure it out. It needs to happen because... It does have serious implications on the, on the playoffs. The AFC is going to be very interesting. I think the top three seeds are going to be in real big limbo. The four and beyond, not really, because number four is going to be the AFC South winner, um, mm-hmm. whoever the Jags and Titans wins. I'm, I'm just saying this right now. Jags have all the momentum, and I expect them to take that fourth. Yeah. But in, in the wild cards, again, it's just really going to figure out who they're going to go play. It's going to be, if I remember correctly, it's the Chargers. I think the Dolphins are still holding on to one of those spots as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I gotta double check. With what's the sucky team. is oh, it's, it's the Ravens. I think what's is awful is that it's not like a game where it was between teams like, like the Texans and it the Browns or something. Like no you know? joke, it was the biggest game of the week. Could have been potentially the biggest game of the year. Exactly. With the teams that were low, like, even if like the playoffs had already been set, or even if this was at the beginning of the year, but this would have been one of the biggest games of the year, just in general. So it. I don't know. So I don't know how they off, can just. I don't. I don't know that they can just declare a no contest. So this is interesting. This is this is the NFL's website. I'm looking on the playoff picture on the NFL website. As of right now, they have the Chiefs listed as the number one seed. Bills are the two seed. The Bengals are the three seed. That would based on how if 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 they declare a no contest, the Bengals don't have a chance to get the number one seed. No. <clears throat> and then. Yeah, and then the four seed is whoever wins that game, obviously. Um, right now, the wild cards are the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Patriots are the wild cards, with the Steelers, the Dolphins, and the Titans all looking to still get in. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they handle the top three seeds. I, I, I also read this one thing where they're thinking about doing like a randomizer, like a, literally just putting them in a randomizer and deciding how that's how the top three seeds are going to be decided. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I'm, I'm sure it's an idea that's popped up and yeah. that they talked about it, but I seriously doubt they would do that. I would rather them keep it as it is now than do a randomizer. I don't. I don't want to see the Chiefs as the number one seed again. I know you don't, but that's because of a personal bias. I think it's just because... No, but even then... I don't think the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't. I think it's going to be either the Bengals or it could be. I could even see the Bills taking them out. Um, I don't think the the Chiefs are just like those top three teams are such an evil level, uh, evil, even level mm-hmm. at this point. 
But I think the Bengals are the ones that would probably take it because they're the ones that seem to have the most momentum right now because of what they're like on like an eight or nine game winning streak right now. Like it's insane. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, and the Bengals were looking really good too. Mm-hmm. I think they were like on what, like a five game win streak or something like that? Yeah. And they, well, yeah. And then that game that against the Bills, they, they went Huge out and game. scored right away. <clears throat> So I don't know. What would really suck is if they kind of just declared it. No contest. No contest or say they just say like the Bengals win because they were ahead at that point. And they were on the drive. I don't know. like Because it's not like the the Bills had the ball and they were in chance of scoring at that point when the game ended either. Like the Bengals were driving down the field. I don't know. They can't not. They can't put it as a no contest. Yeah. They just can't. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I would like to see those teams play. I would love to see those teams play fighting for that playoff position. Yeah. Because either team would be such an insane spot to put them in. Because you're either fighting for the number one seed in general, like overall in the AFC, or the second spot overall in the AFC. Yep. Both te- both points would get either one of those teams playoff home advantage up until either the championship game or the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's kind of too much to. I don't know. That's just my opinion on that. I I don't think they can just leave it at that. But there's not much you can do. This hasn't happened really before. So yeah. As of right now, most projections have the AFC finishing out like this: Chiefs number one, Bills number two, Bengals number three. Yeah, which would suck, suck. for the Bengals especially because they were looking like the better team at the point at that point. Yeah. But if anything, that just gives them more of a an edge there and more of a drive to. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It still sucks, <laughs> but anyways. But how about this? Moving on, like I said before, the NFC East, they all could have made it. Going from the worst division to the best in football, possible football history. I will say this, though. I did make a prediction the Giants would win the division. They obviously didn't, but they're still in the playoffs, which I... I did you say win division or just make playoffs? I think I said they would win the division. Oh, I thought you just said playoffs. Either way, though, they're in the playoffs. They've clinched yeah. their spot in the playoffs, so a win is a win. Yeah, <laughs> thanks to Ron Rivera. And well, no, no, not just that. Brian Dable, man. What a he, easy coach of the year candidate right there. Yeah. If the Lions make it in, though, I don't know. Dan Campbell could make a really good case for... And the thing is, too, the Giants have officially clinched the sixth seed mm-hmm. in the NFC playoffs. So it's not like so. And the, and the Packers just need to win out. They need to win their game. But if they lose and the Lions win, the Lions could also make the playoffs, which would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It would, I don't think they'd win the first game, <laughs> but the fact that the Lions are actually relevant again, he still could be up for Coach of the Year. <laughs> Dan Campbell because of bringing that awful franchise back to relevancy. That's, that's kind of crazy, but I don't know. It's kind of interesting, but what are your thoughts for the rest of this? Like anything else you want to add for the playoffs? Just one other, just one other quick note here. The Eagles have not guaranteed the number one overall seed in the, in the NFC yet. All they have to do is win. So it'll be interesting to see if they, they play three Jalen. chances. It'll be interesting to see if they play Jalen Hurts or not. The, there's three teams who have a chance to get the number one seed in the in the NFC. 
the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Niners. Yeah, the Niners are kind of quietly up there. Even though they've made so they much noise. They really <coughs> slow, but man, oh man, they're coming in like a freaking wrecking ball right now. I will say this. I do think the Eagles will end up taking the number one seed just be, due to the fact that... If Jalen Hurts plays, I think they'll win, and then they'll take it. This should almost put Jalen Hurts' name more in the MVP conversation because of as soon as he went down, they started struggling. struggling. Fair enough. I mean, because if, if he's playing, I think they would have already clinched it. Oh, 100%. 1,000%. Yeah, and no if you they... can't put that in perspective of him being that important to that team. That important. Because MVP means most valuable player. Mm-hmm. The only reason why <clears throat> Mahomes would still... It should be between Hurts and Mahomes. Because you take Mahomes off that team. Woo! <laughs> Chiefs beat the new Denver Broncos of the AFC West. They might, be, they might have the same record. <laughs> Honestly, you're not even wrong. So, like, can I just point out for the NFC here, though? This would be a very intriguing first-round matchup. Okay? So, this is this this would make my... Anyways, so the Packers, if they end up winning, they, they clinch the 7th seed. That's very simple. All they have to do is win, right? Right. They have a chance to play either the Cowboys, the Niners, and I think the Eagles might have a chance for the two-seed still. Anyways, any of they still have a chance to get any one of those seeds. Okay? Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers could be going on the road first round of the playoffs against any of those teams. If it was any other quarterback, I'd be like, yeah, they're screwed. Also, the highest probability is that the Cowboys, their first game, get to go on the road and face Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> That's the highest probability for you, their matchup. You know what I thought was so dumb? You saw Tom Brady's video, right? Which one? Where he said, all y'all who sat Mike Evans in the playoffs. This oh, year. yeah. Dude, no one who's in the playoffs has Mike Evans. Shut up. Because <laughs> because for, like, what, 15 weeks he did awful? Unless he, unless he literally was sitting on some guy's bench for some while. But that, that That's what I'm saying. No, but... But or, or they traded. He wouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been on somebody's bench. Or there was a tweet from like NFL Fantasy that's like, "I bet Najee Harris won some of you your championship." Um, if they had Najee, they probably weren't even in the playoffs. No, yeah, because no, and that's the same thing for Mike Evans because of how high he would have been picked, like second or third round. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna be because even if you trade for him, you trade for him, you lose that trade. Yep. This was like the only week he really went off. He had a couple of games, I think, where he had like 20 close to 30. But he never went off for, what was it, 47 that he got this last week? 41 for something so. like that? He never came close to that. Like, that made me kind of annoyed to watch that. My first thought was, anyone who has him is not in the playoffs, so it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was trying to be like, oh, yeah, all you who sat. How about you who didn't throw to him all season? Right? <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, but, like, this is starting to look a lot like Tom Brady, though. Coming together at the right time. Can I just say, right now the Bucks are 8-8. Eight and eight. Depending, They've already clinched the NFC South. They're the new Cowboys. Here's the thing. <laughs> they've already clinched the NFC South. <clears throat> they could rest all their starters this week, and it would have zero impact on their seeding. They're the four seed regardless of whatever happens. There's a chance Tom Brady goes into the playoffs 8-9. and nine. <laughs> And it's hosting a first-round matchup. Gosh matchup. dang it. <laughs> yeah. And guess who his opponent would be? The Cowboys, probably. 
Yeah, and you know what? Cowboys have struggled their last few games. They they barely beat the Titans, who were like, you want to put it into terms to make it like a JV team. Mm-hmm. They barely beat the Eagles without Jalen Hurts. And that was very close. Yeah, Minshew Mania was going on. That was very, very close. It came down to a last drive where they couldn't get into field goal range mm-hmm. and score. It, I don't know. I don't. The Cowboys are just falling. It's this is this is you can tell it's playoff season because Brady's coming together at the right time, and the Cowboys are starting to fall apart at the right time. And Aaron Rodgers is coming out of nowhere just so and he can Aaron, lose to the Niners. And, There's a chance he loses to the Niners in the first round of the playoffs because. He'll, the only if he plays he the Niners, is, he's not winning. The only chance he has to get in the playoffs is as a seventh seed. The team that has the <laughs> highest chance of hosting him in the first round is the Niners. <laughs> and this is probably the best Niners defense in the playoffs he's ever had to face. Yeah, and honestly, the quarterbacks are basically all the same. It's not like the... No, they're, they're all... The, like, everything is the same except for better offensive weapons and way better defense. Oh, such a great defense. Way better defense. Like, the, this is going to be so... Oh my gosh! Like I said, you can tell it's playoff season because Tom Brady is coming together at the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, actually starting to use the people he should have been using before. Yeah. Um, but who cares? Because he got lucky in being in one of the worst. It's like it's the new NFC East, yep. and the Cowboys are starting to look bad. Mm. They're barely winning games, and they're it's it. You can do that in the middle of the season. You can do that in the middle of the season and be like, okay, what do we need to fix? You can't do that in the playoffs because you are one loss away from going home, and it's done. That's true. If you do that in the regular season, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. You can figure it out and be like, okay, so if we can fix this, we'll be fine for when the time comes. Yeah. You cannot look for things. You need to have those things fixed at this point. Well, then and the Cowboys are falling apart. It's like it's like it's like the thread on a sweater is being pulled and it's unraveling. Yeah. And it, and it's gonna come apart because if you can barely beat the Titans without Derrick Henry. Not AJ Brown's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his face? Um, they're, um, oh my gosh, they're the rookie wide receiver. Jay Traylon Burks. Burks is like, I mean, he's good ish, but he's been hurt all year. Mm-hmm. And Robert Woods, who like they're just average. No Tannehill. Which to me doesn't mean much, but also they're not even stand, they're not even starting Malik Willis this and week. No, they're going with Josh Dobbs. Yeah, because Josh Dobbs almost looks better. Honestly. Almost, he looked better. <laughs> like it's if Malik Beasley could just you mean Malik Malik Willis? Malik Willis? Yeah, if he could just learn to control himself and throw the ball <laughs> and throw the ball because he can move. But it, yeah, Dobbs is gonna. I don't know. It's I don't know, man. I I I really think it's so funny. How the Cowboys have a cycle. They start off beating bad teams. Yep. They get excited. They get all hyped saying it's it's their year. And then the playoffs come. And they're one and done. And the, and and if they were still playing hot though, that's different. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'd be like, no, then I'd be like, oh, they might actually do. they've had a roster to do this for years. Yep. They have always had a good roster to be able and to And they make. draft really well, too, actually. That's what I mean. They always have a good roster. 
Okay. There's like some sort of bad juju over there because which it, team is going to be mis- we'll, we'll make our predictions next week, but which team do you think is going to be more disappointing in the first round of the playoffs? The Cowboys or the Vikings? I was literally <laughs> going to just say the Vikings cuz it's not disappointing when the when the Cowboys do that because it's expected. It is 100% expected because it's it's the Cowboys. Why, why should anyone expect them to do anything when they haven't done anything in 20 some years? Like no like seriously. They've had a good roster forever. You know what, you know what the difference is? Dak is worse. Yep. Zeke is worse. Pollard can kind of make up for what Zeke does, though, where, mm-hmm. where Zeke lacks. Yeah, Pollard is very good. But this is the worst year I think Dak's had so far. He has 13 interceptions. Mm. At least. Yeah, he's got more interceptions than Derek Carr, who got benched, by the way. Derek Carr has actually played better than Dak. And Dak like, has also career missed like wise, six weeks or something like that. I think career-wise, actually, Dak has better stats and has played better. But the reason why Derek Carr and Dak Prescott are looked at so differently, one is the Raiders, who I feel like everyone in the nation looks down upon except for Raiders fans. Yep. And the Cowboys, who for some reason are America's team, which makes no sense to me, but whatever. It, <clears throat> yeah, I saw a stat line where literally Derek Carr is better than Dak. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to go just... Strictly on stats, though, because if that were the case, you know, basketball would be talked about way differently, and it's just that's just not the case. Stats don't tell everything. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, I think the Vikings are going to be bounced the first round. Well, we'll see who their opponent I, is. Right now, their most likely opponent is the New York Giants. I could see them losing against. I could see them losing. Here's the thing. I could see them losing or winning against any team. Mm-hmm. Except the Cowboys. But when they win, they don't win by a lot. It's close. But when they lose, woo! And yeah. the thing is, though, if they do against, go against the Giants, I think they could beat the Giants just because the Giants have not had playoff experience. <laughs> experience. Yeah. Vikings have, but they've had a lot of experience of losing <laughs> playoff games. So, but at least this year, the they can't use the excuse of overtime rules. so Because that's so, going to be nice. And we'll make those predictions next week. It's going to be very interesting to see how... Uh, honestly, the most intriguing storyline will be the top three seeds. Behind the Mar- Hamlin's health, of course. But we'll see how those top three seeds in the AFC go. And also if the Packers are able to, to sneak their way into the first round of the playoffs to only lose to the Niners. Whoever... Go I'm, Pat, t- go. I'm, t- I'm telling you this. No team wants to see the Niners first round. No, much less someone who has never beat them in the playoffs, it seems like. No, honestly, out of the Eagles, Niners, and the Cowboys, I'd be so much more afraid of that Niners team because Debo's going to be back. Yes, Debo's going to be back. They still have George Kittle. They still have Christian McCaffrey. still have Brandon Ayuk. Kyle Juszczyk. They still have that monster of a left tackle in Trent Williams. They still have that whole defense that is not healthy. Oh, Fred Warner. Um, What's his face? Eric Armstead's on there. I think Drake Greenlaw's on that defense. Oh, was it Hufunga? Oh, yeah. that guy's an animal. Fred Warner, dude. It. Yeah, but anyways, yeah. Next week we'll have a lot more to talk about. We'll probably more of a more specific playoff type. Oh yeah, episode pl- because for it's, the NFL. Yeah, we'll just dive right into that next week. So we'll be super excited to talk to you guys about that next week. Also, just want to shout out one of my favorite players in the world right now, Grayson Allen. Go vote for that man as an all-star. Just he's to just troll, saying just this. Troll Phil. Just he's troll just Phil. saying this because I think he's the dirtiest player in the NBA that there's been in a long time. He's not. He's like he's not a bad player, but he's extremely overhyped. 
He's Anyways, not. I've cast like 15 votes for Mr. Grayson Allen. So, go so Grayson go. Allen has 15 total votes. <laughs> probably 16. He probably voted for himself. Or yeah, maybe he, maybe he votes for himself maybe every time. Maybe he, ha- maybe he has 30 votes because he voted for himself too. So shout out Grayson Allen. Go get that man an all-star. On a real note though. Someone go support a GoFundMe for Alejandro because obviously he's going insane. <laughs> <laughs> Needs some medical attention. Maybe he had a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Just see. Just don't vote the Warriors in, except for maybe Steph Curry. <clears throat> Even then, <laughs> he's been hurt, but he, I think he can justify it with the play. That's with, true. This year is probably the only year where I think if anyone out of Golden State should be there, it's Steph Curry. It's Steph Curry. Right. That's now, how it should have yeah. been last year too. But mm-hmm. whatever. But whatever. Hey. Anyways, guys, we enjoy talking to you guys. Enjoy going over sports on anything. If there's anything specific you want us to talk about, remember to let us know. We're more than happy to talk about it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. We'll talk to you next week.